Mario, and this is the TriTech Games Podcast. Sit back and enjoy the show. Here's our hosts. This is Bruce. This is John. This is Trav. This is Pixie. Welcome to the TriTech Games Podcast, your podcast where you go through a portal and find out, wait a minute, why are these clay pots here and why are they filled with mushrooms? It's a me, Mario. Still too high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a world in which a princess can can be, uh, you know, I don't know, stalked by a giant lizard and it's not Godzilla. No, 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 it's a giant turtle. It's a giant fire-breathing turtle. Yes. It's a dull lizard. I'm sorry, reptile. Reptile, yeah. <laughs> at least have all right, all right. right. Now that we have the herpetology lesson out of the way, <laughs> tonight... Remember, folks, when they latch onto your, their skin with your fangs, they're no longer your friends. And remember, their fangs, most of their fangs are recurved. So it's, it's a really it's a pain to get them off. Focus. And if that mushroom looks brown, you should step on it. If the mushroom is brown, stomp it down. That was good. I like that. All right. Anyways, tonight we are continuing adding Frenchworthy to various worlds. And this is an ex- interesting thought experiment. And this just came recently. Uh, Professor Pixie came up with, and and this is more of headcanon. It's nothing official, but of course, I see, and Pixie will explain how this is probably a widely established headcanon that, okay, and you can go back to our previous podcasts about adding Fringeworthy to the world of Legend of Zelda. How the Legend of Zelda canon, the world of Hyrule, is linked with the Mushroom Kingdom as in Donkey Kong and Mario. Now, when Josie told me of this a few weeks back, I was like, I have a feeling we're going to get schooled again tonight, us three older guys. So, Professor, if you will. Okay, I I started looking at the connections between these two from the Zelda standpoint, having evidence from the, the Oracle series, which is Seasons and Ages, along with Link's Awakening. Technically, I think. I'm not quite sure. I have to go back and look at Hyrule Historia for that, but I think that is dealing with the same Link as the Oracle set. And I went back and looked at Ocarina of Time and realized there's a lot more... They put them in as Easter eggs because Mario and Zelda have pretty much been there from the beginning. Okay. Okay, now I, I'm, I, you did tell me that Nintendo has both properties. They own both the Legend of Zelda series and, of yeah. course, Mario Donkey Kong. So I'm thinking it'd be really easy for them to just throw Easter eggs in the other's games and constantly, like a clay pot with Mario and a mushroom over in Hyrule. So, right, and also then I started looking at the then I got. Well, reminded that Link actually appears in one of the Mario games. Really? Okay, that that's a much stronger, much stronger bond. All right, please right. elaborate. He's actually found in the Rose Town Inn of Super Mario RPG: Legend of the Seven Stars. 
As per usual for Link, he doesn't say much. But whether it's an Easter egg or possibly him on an adventure outside Hyrule, I can go with that. Well, I mean, we already know that, and we've discussed this in the previous episode about Zelda, that dimensional travel is possible because there is Hyrule and I'm blanking on the other dimension. Termina. The Termina. So we already know that we already know that Link goes to other planes of existence. So him being in the Mushroom Kingdom, which is the realm that all the Mario games consist of and are in, isn't isn't that outside of the realm of possibility. Right. And we do see from several ending several games endings that he does go up somewhere after everything is over. Okay. Yeah, and also there is from what I get from what I gather there really isn't one link. There's like many links. He's sort of like there are many of them. Yeah. I believe the I do believe that the most times we've seen the same link is with the Oracle series games. Link usually Link usually only appears the same one usually only appears in two games at the most. I think the one in the Oracle series got three before they basically shift to a new ring, a new incarnation. Yeah, but this is not about Link. This is about a, our favorite Italian plumber and his brother. Who is often left behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, I'm just looking at this, I, I mean, this is a, 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 a just, look, just thinking about the Mushroom Kingdom going, this is almost like it's almost a variation of a tune world because this it's just a crazy place to visit. We were before right. it, it it is a very crazy and place to visit. But there are actual humans there. Just looking at Mario and Peach, you know that. Yep. Uh, and various games. Um, um, new uh, was a. Super, new Dunk City. In, the, in Super Mario and Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is Super Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. and that particular thing is very much like New York City, right down to the nickname of the residence. New Donkers. Yep. But it also is home for some really good uh, jazz jazz musicians too. Right. It's going to be one of those things where. You could find pretty much anything. <laughs> and, and everyone dresses like a variation of Carmen Sandiego. Sandiego. San, Carmen Sandi. I can't say her last name. Carmen Sandiego. Carmen awesome. Sandiego. Yes, they all. Pauline looks like Carmen Sandiego when I first saw her, but they're not. But they all wear. They're all. They're all wearing hipster hats and suits. There are other areas that are reachable from the Mushroom Kingdom, like the Bean Bean Kingdom, or Isle Delfino. Oh, was I just looking at the uh, list of, well, unfortunately, a complete list of all the kingdoms in in the in the series would uh, would take us, what, a good half hour to, to recite? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A, a list of all the places would take us a, a good half hour to just recite, because a lot of them are just places, they're stage names. Speaking of stages, 
there's actually some of these games that the events they're in don't exactly happen within the don't exactly happen within the Mushroom Kingdom. Like Super Mario Brothers Three was actually confirmed as a stage play. I mean, I'm just looking at, we're on the uh, MarioWiki.com, uh, and it's, um, I say it's close to a thousand places in Mario Universe. Well, because those places include stage names. Yeah. If it, if it was actually locations, it'd probably be much smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, even even pair them down to the places, it still could be a couple of hundred places in that list. Oh yeah, that would be, I guess. And as we de determined beforehand, um, sorry, there's no map for this one because no, there's no map. Um, things like to change on this world. Yeah, that the. Uh, that portal you had, you know, sitting out in the green fields, now sitting in a mountainside. Now, mm -hmm. uh, would that be something that would be intrinsic? Could that be something that you could sit there and say, okay, this particular world is like this. Mm -hmm. So, you, so needless to say, this and I did trying to um, satellite map this world would be useless because as soon as they get the map, they'd go through the portal, they'd come back, and it would be like, hey, wait a minute, this portal was at a riverbank. And now we're in the middle of a desert. What right. happened? Because you know the Termellor, you know the Termellor would be all bent out of shape about that. When that they could, that they could, like <laughs> And that could be why this portal was here. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, though, I would say it's in the same place. If you were to send the sail up again and map and 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 basically determine where you're located, you ha the portal hasn't moved. The portal hasn't moved. Locations in the world have. Portal is always if you were to use oh. like coordinate based. Oh. If, if, if you were doing like coordinate based locating of it, that wouldn't change. So yeah, it's it's it is you know. Hmm. This is because no two games that show the Mushroom Kingdom seem to agree on what it looks like. Just agree on key points of it. So I would bet that that would drive key fans crazy that every time they make a new game that the entire landscape changes. And I, I'm sure that the hardcore Mario fans would be like, stop this now. Make it one more. <laughs> because that, that would bug me. That's, that's why I posted in our Skype chat before the show. You know, <laughs> Nintendo needs a real cartographer to set this up. Yeah. Yes. I, I do get annoyed when I'm looking at it. I go, I look at Okay, let's let's look at Superstar Saga versus Legend of the Seven Stars. Need to get Rob <laughs> Lazzarelli or Anna Meyer working on a map for that. <laughs> this is like okay, neither one of these things agree. What then? Yeah. I, 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 I as I said, I could just see that in a game context, if you were to come through the portal and and it, it it'd really be messed up if it were on a prime. Um, yeah, uh, Pixie didn't have access to my big blue binder of fringe portal world, so it's not like we set this on a particular world. So this is just lay it where you may. But still, it would be you come through that portal, and the fact that the terrain is shifting and the portal is staying stationary, because as we all know, you could blow up, you could send an atomic bomb off, 
at a portal site. And what is the radius around the portal site, John? Like four feet around the ring station? That would still be intact, and it would be like this, this column of dirt going down to the bottom of the crater. There'd be a crater around the portal. So needless to say, these portals don't move. <laughs> well, that or, or or if it was a ring station, it blows away the 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 base of the uh, of that, and it just slowly settles down, as you know, to to reaches the reaches the bottom of the crater. Take a while. Yeah, but still, <laughs> if the portals are that stable, where you have the ring, you know, the crater around, and the, it's still sitting there on packed earth. Yeah, it would be easier to just move the terrain anyways. But still, um, would there be any type of explanation? Could we... Well, thinking about... Actually, having th done some more thinking about, one thought crossed my mind. There probably are some fixed points that basically never move in relation to the portals. Peach's Castle. Bowser's just... Castle. Bowser's Castle. Both will perfectly stay where they are. In relation to each other, yeah, they don't seem to change all that much. They are always steps apart. So if you got a portal or a, a warp near either one of those places, they, they're going to stay near those places. Now, the castle may move around a little bit, but you're still going to be near the castle. Right. Yeah. Mario, however, may be next door. He may be a day's walk. Just depends on, on, on the situation from his house. So... The one thing the game seem to agree on is the key places like Peach's Castle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Peach's Castle, Bowser's Castle, um, whatever places are are kind of fixed. She um, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island, you're right. Yoshi's Island pretty much stays where it is. Um, even in the paper, even the paper uh, Mario, they didn't move some of the things around. Speaking of. Then this is why the Paper Mario games do not change, because they don't take place within the Mushroom Kingdom. The entire the entire Paper Mario world is actually contained within a book, and that that was brought up in Mario and Luigi Paper Jam, where the brothers unite with the with Paper Mario. How does that work with Fringeworthy? Though? To track down everything out of the book. Well. Uh, think the, how how would it work with yeah? That's a good question. How does that work with the Fringeworthy? So so the paper universe is basically inside a book. Yes. So, so theoretically, if you know what the book is, you could hop in. Yes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Now there you turn. Now that I, would you say you would have to wait after eighteen hours though before you do that? Basically, after the eighteen hour, you know cool off period so that you can become a become a uh, Mario a Mario person instead of a fringe instead of a person from Earth Prime uh, I would say I would say I have to wait the 18 hours because if you're still uh, still from Earth if you're still if you're still I, I would say if you're still affected by that 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 play it, text it, effect I call it yeah yeah by that yeah if, if you're still affected by that it wouldn't work it's just a book Right, it, it's just a book that happens to tell the story of the of the markets. Yeah, so in that case, once but once you you spend eight, you spend a day there, you hey look, we found this book. Jump inside, you become a two D person. Mm -hmm. But not because it's it's always was interesting watching people play this play Paper Mario. When Mario's running away from you, you see his backside. When he's running toward you, you see his front side. 
It's more like it, it, it's there's a term for this. It's like two point five D. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it's the world itself is not two D, but it's also not three D. It's two and a half D. Right. There's layers. It's. And I, I, I couldn't believe that I didn't tweak this before, because tech. If you think about it, technically it was hinted at with that it was in your door that it might that it would be that it was, and actually, possibly even with Paper Mario itself, that it was. It, Oh yeah, but yeah, having seen people, I, I, I haven't played it, but I have, I have watched actual play of it, and yeah, it's, it's kind of three D, but everyone's two D. Right, because of the nature of it, though. But you're also in a three, but it's also taking place in a three D world, so yeah, it's that mishmash of the characters are two D, some of the things are two D, and and that's why the two point five D thing came up. Yeah. And the interesting thing about it is that there are direct counterparts of the same characters within the book. Yeah. There's a Toad. There's a Princess Peach. There's, yeah, everyone's there. Luigi Bowser. Yep. Bowser Jr. Yep. But if Mario jumps in, he takes the place of Mario in the book. Mm, no, no. I thought he did. No, it. I'm, I'm pulling up Paper Jam here. Well, in Paper Jam, a lot of things actually escape from the book, Ooh. and Paper Jam comes out to oh. help keep that. Mm. So they don't they don't really take the place of each other because Mario and Luigi are still around. Oh, okay. It becomes where you can oh get yeah, yeah like like with the uh, it's like a, one of the, the co-op characters games. So you could have. Either Paper Mario or Mario when you're playing. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Or, well, no, it looks like this, Rick Crane, the write up on it. You actually can play Mario and Mario and Paper Mario. Yeah, it, it, looks, it looks like they remain separate characters. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, but not too worried about the paper world because, yeah, the players would go look at it. People would go, yeah, I'm not going in that book. Sorry. Oh. Nope. Yeah, be like, no. <laughs> no, no. But it, so. and despite what you might think, no, you're not going to find coins floating in the air. If you do find coins floating in the air, you're in trouble. You're in a quest. Yeah. They only show up when you're busy do, doing something for somebody. So if to, so, if this little guy shows up with a mushroom head with red spots and he's wearing a blue vest with gold trim, do not take any quests from him. But. By the way, that's a hat. That's a hat? I thought it was his head. No, it's a hat. Oh. Yeah, that mushroom is actually a hat. Ah. Okay, weird. so... Weird, but yes, it's a hat. All right. But yeah, so yeah, so if Toad, not not a regular Toad, but Toad, the character, shows up, and he asks you to do something for him, don't. Otherwise, you're now in a quest, and you'll start seeing coins. You'll start seeing coins in places they shouldn't be. Yeah. I mean, you could find coins in other places. So of course, as the so of course, as the mean GM, the first person you meet in on, 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 in the Mushroom Kingdom is Toad. He says, "Like and, a it's mag- a and it's a toss-up whether he goes or ah. What? 
why is that a mean GM, John? I mean, after all, they're going, if the French really go there, they want to get involved in something. That's why they're there. So somebody comes along and says, hey, I have a quest for you. You get to, you get, you get to save a beautiful princess. Who doesn't want to do that? No, we're talking Toad. Oh, no, I lost something. Could you find it for me? Oh, French worthy, French worthy, through. And a whole bunch of toads scatter. I think he's going to have to, like, you know, at least be clear about what it is he lost yeah. before I, I commit an entire team yeah. to going and finding it. Mm-hmm. It's like the cat quests in a couple of uh, uh, event, you know, a couple of RPGs like Baldur's Gate. Yeah, unfortunately, it's a dead cat. Go get my dead cat. I'm like, really? I, I'm trying to save a kingdom here. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, the thing is, Toad Toad seems to have you know epic levels and persuasion. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Well, it's, that, it, it's that cute factor. Yeah. He has he's a got high, cute factor that thing going. He's got a high charisma score. Except that he's oh, a little... Better than him, well, it's better than him having the business field. Yeah. No, no, no. If anybody would have that, that would probably be Toadsworth. And if you're talking about anybody that's probably looking for the princess, him. Not Toad, but Toadsworth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But why wouldn't you want to find the princess? After all, she's the princess, you know, and therefore be the person you'd want to set up, you know, the trading with and communication and whatnot. And you might be, you know, willing to sponsor the the, the uh, Fringeworth Explorers as they tromp around the landscape. Toadsworth is also another one that is not color coordinated between hat and jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's something you should, would. That's something you need to bring up. The hat, every toad except for like Toadsworth and Toad are color cor- are color coordinated. Their their hat will have the same color as their vest. Toad is uh, Toad's mixed color, and so is Toadsworth. I, are, is the Toad Brigade the same way, or is the Toad Brigade color coordinated? Toad Brigade, bringing that up. Uh, looks like they are color coordinated. Okay. At least in Mario Galaxy picture. Yeah, despite Toad being a needy little so-and-so, um, most Toads are fairly are competent, for the most part. In fact, some are really competent. From the Paper Mario series, there were basically uh, Toads whose job was to keep the place safe, except, you know, things got out of hand. As they tend to do in any video game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see them. I see the Toad Brigade now. They basically are—they—they're wearing hats, different colors, but they're all wearing khakis. That is how they appear in Captain Toad Treasure Hunter. Ah. If you look at how they appear in the Super Mario Galaxy, well, Super Mario Galaxy Two, Toad Brigade in a particular level, they are color coordinated. Well. Yeah, Captain Toad never was though. He's got glasses, yeah. Oh wait, uh, there's a picture that's that's from there. Ah, uh, he is too. Yeah, in Super Mario Galaxy they are, but when they're doing that treasure hunter thing, they they go khakis. Most of the time, if you're looking at a toad, yeah. So. If this was an alt, where where would you put the the warp? Where, where you know this the one gate? Where would you put it? Where what what place in Mushroom Kingdom would you put the 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 one connection? If it was this was was an alternate world, just a single portal world. Mm. 
near 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 Peach's Peach's Castle, near Bowser's Castle. Bowser's Castle. Yeah. That actually does make sense to put near Bowser's Castle because then you get yeah because then you run into Bowser and you, and you get in trouble and then you look go and you get your butt handed to you hopefully and then you turn around and walk walk off and find Peaches and say hey you know give me some help let's they they were real mean to us or we just learned that he's about to you know send a a, a great force against your kingdom uh, probably somewhere near Bowser's Castle. Yeah, and it wouldn't be Bowser. It'd be Bowser Jr. you first run into, because he's got to prove himself. Well, it doesn't have to be. I mean, Bowser Jr., the, the seven Koopalings. Uh, but then he got the whole, well, I think we can take him, and then, uh, 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 and then uh, Bowser uh, shows up. It's like, uh-uh. Yeah, it's like you, you run into Bowser Jr., and he's being all grr, but it's a cute little grr. Because look at him. Small and and you want to just pick him up. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a life choice. That sounds like yeah. Oh, what? ain't he cute? Why do you just breathe fire? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. But uh, from the the few times I've seen him, he's always been. He's always got. He's always trying to live up to to dad, and prove he's just as good as dad. So of course he tries harder. And you probably kick him around a bit. Yeah, yeah. And then Dad shows up, yeah. And And Dad's much bigger. <laughs> much bigger. Uh he's kaiju size. If I'm no, it depends on the it depends on the game. He's either kaiju size or he's basically what twelve feet tall in comparison to Mario. Well, either way, from what I've seen of Bowser, he's got the really big shell. So if a IDEC comes in gun and they decided, you know, empty their clips at them, most of those bullets are probably just going to bounce off. Oh, probably bounce right off the shell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then he basically put fire on them. Yeah. And he just like, wah. No, I have a feeling that the, the, the team will be taken down by a bunch of Goombas before that happens, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it's a cute little brown mushroom with eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. Just get him off me! Get him off me! <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like no, Josie. It'll be like that scene in Star Trek, the beginning of Star Trek Beyond. All the little creatures all over Kirk. Yeah. Yes, like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look! It's a cute little. It's a cute little walking uh, bipedal uh, turtle with a blue shell. Get it off me! Get it off me! <laughs> no, it's worse than that. Anyone familiar with a blue shell turtle? Uh... No, no, no. Actually, the blue shell Koopas are different from that blue shell. Oh, okay. I think something, although those could be the origins of that blue shell. That's true. And, of course, there's the piranha plants you have to worry about. And isn't Bowser also surrounded by lava? Well, there's a lot of that there. Yeah. There's usually a lava mount around his castle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Luckily, it's is of course it's 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 game lava, not real lava. Because there's real lava, you couldn't get within a hundred, within like fifty feet of the place. Well, catching yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's game lava. So it's hot, but only if you get into it. Mm-hmm. Which is hot. The inverse square law is kind of multiplied a couple more times. Yeah. <laughs> Which is how Mario can jump across platforms in it with no problem. Yeah, the floor is lava. Yeah, if the floor is lava, you catch fire just standing on your uh, standing on the rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which ruins the scene from for me from uh, Volcano, the Tommy Lee Jones movie, and the guys getting out of the back of the subway car. But I was just yeah. impressed on the whole. I'm still standing here as I as as I'm being eaten away from the bottom up. <laughs> it's one of my guilty pleasure movies. Okay, so. Yeah, so at Bowser's Castle, um, but then, like I said, there's no fixed map. So the first time getting the Peaches, getting the Peaches Castle would be fairly easy. But after, but later next time you, people show up, uh, the portal's now inside Bowser's Castle. Oh, and and suddenly he has a big, he has a castle big enough to drive a racetrack through. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, and look, they just went by. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the only safe time to be in there. It's during it's during the races. It's the only time they have a truce. Well, kind of a truce because Bowser's trying to kill the kill the vehicles they go through. But yeah, it's Mario Kart. It, it's kind of a truce because he's still got the the castle fences and whatnot, but he's actively on the track. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what from what I'm seeing, he's busy. He's he's one he's one of the things you got to you have to get past on the track. Some of them. I. I my first foray into that was mainly the N64 one, so I think of that first, mm-hmm. where you can actually have him actively racing. Yeah, I, I played one. Yeah, I played the later Mario Karts uh, on a on a uh, 64, but uh, yeah, that that was a pain to get past him. <laughs> uh, and of course, you can play him too as a as one of the drivers. So. There's right. Bowser trying to get past Bowser. Well, I, on this on the '64, it was Bowser-shaped statues that spat fire under the track. It wasn't Bowser himself because he was. But yeah, having the portal there would be yeah. It, 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 unfortunately, I would think that the the, the the wise and the wise and smart um, team leader would go, "Okay, guys, I'm going to leave." Goes outside, takes his key out, clink off. All right. <laughs> right. Let's let's like how about we come back never? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it'd be one place, but uh, putting it near Peach's castle would be the other place, which would be much more inviting. Not any safer, but much more inviting. Oh yeah. Well, okay, Josie. What's the most dangerous place in all of Mario World or Peach's World or whatever you want to call it? Bowser's Castle. Be in this castle directly. All right, that sounds like a place that the uh, adventurers would want to start off at. Right, so they could basically so they could get their butts handed to them and have to come back later. Uh, yes, absolutely, it's the best way. Being otherwise, otherwise, what happens is they go in, they find a really nice place that's very that's ultimately boring. Okay, because it is so. so you nice. want to basically you'd want to start it off. They go in, they, they do some exploring around, kind of a really foreboding place. They end, up, they, they end up getting their butt kicked and have to flee in the opposite direction. Well, or they can see somebody else get their butt kicked, and then at which point they can then throw in w- with that person if they survive and, you know, come back and uh, try to get some payback. Yeah. Or this is one of the few times where I almost recommend it's a problem portal. You step through, you're not getting out for 24 hours. Yeah, I would have it as a time transfer portal where 
you're stuck there. You are, yeah, that would be a very good idea, John, to make it a, a time transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, which means, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, this is not the place to stay. You got to leave. And look, there's this guy wearing, wearing a, uh, wearing a, uh, um, overalls and a red, red, you know, red, red, red shirt and a red hat. Let's follow him. This would be really funny if you've got the gamer cake on the team. Yeah. Be like, wait a minute. Is that, wait, that looks like him. No. Wait a minute. Oh, that's a good question. When when you, does it look more like the 3D version of Mario, or does it look like the old 8-bit Mario? 3D version, definitely. 3D. Okay, so they have that soft, you know, the soft, you know, even the humans don't look human. You know, there's there's no uncanny valley. Everyone looks a bit like caricatures. So Mario looks, you know, and it's you know, and it's, the second it gives away. Uh, you know, oh, I'm I'm Joe. I, I'm Joe. I have this team. Ah, it's me, Mario. And that's when they every, everyone on the team, unless they come, unless they come up some place in the middle of nowhere, grew up in the middle of place nowhere, go. Oh crap! Yes. <laughs> well, again, John. You know, maybe the players do that, but the you know, there's nothing to say that every. Video game has also existed on Earth Prime. It is an alternate. It, yeah, but yeah, you know, it, it's Mario. Such is so ingrained. I mean, if, if if there was no Mario, if there was not the Mario Kingdom that that, that uh, from Nintendo, that would be such such a major change in the in the alternate. I would I would almost you know say nah. We the, Mario is just as big on Earth Prime as is. On yeah, Earth, I would uh, think that Mario and because yeah. Mario. The game universe has been around for what John and I we discussed it what thirty five plus years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Ooh. most Earth Primers would have some passing knowledge of the reference of Mario Brothers. Right, uh, thirty five years of small potatoes, guys. Yeah, though I just had a thought; just it just popped in my head, unbidden. Um, oh. so let's say this is like ten years down the road. Who's not to say that there is Mario Brothers Fringeworthy? It's a video game, and they're on the Fringe Pass doing Mario Kart. I've already wanted to do a Fringe Pass race, and nobody's been willing, interested in helping me do that. Oh, but we put a Mario skin on it, now everybody's in. Okay. (laughs) One heck of a racetrack. Yeah. Oh, especially when they decide not to actually follow the actual structure of the, of the fringe paths. Yeah, um, you go. Oh, no, 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 no! Make it a Rainbow Road style track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> or the, and, and there would be other and there would be fringe worthy themed, uh, you know, fringe fringe themed Mario games. Because hey, you know, it's it's who discovered the plat? Who discovered the portals? Hatsumi and Sayuri, Japanese. Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo would would license the crap out of that from the UN. Yeah. They're, oh, they, they probably would. It'd be like a like a special track for sure. Or even just an adventure game, you know. So yeah. So this is a case where it, it, this is a case where you you as a GM would have to come up with the two or three you know fringe-worthy Mario games that were created, which means Mario knows all about the fringes when you find when you find the Mushroom Kingdom because Mario's fringe-worthy. And so is Luigi, so is Princess Peach, and so is Toad. 
Right, because I think it started with the with those four. And so is Donkey Kong. I think the, the Mario thing started with like eight. Yeah. Oh, does that mean oh he has to be fringery too then? Bowser. So it would be I think this is Mario Luigi Peach Toad. Mm-hmm. Become Bowser. Some Goombas. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What was the last one? Mario. Um, Bowser. Ah! Super Mario Kart. I'm looking at Super Mario Kart here. Pauline? Would she be for Drithy? Probably not. Probably not. I wouldn't say such, but... If... Yoshi! Yoshi! Yoshi was the other one in um, mm -hmm. Super Mario Kart. Yeah, so those would definitely be the French worthy. Yoshi's are fun. Yeah, and he would, and you know, Mario would go, "Oh, you came from that from the portal." Hey, yeah, yeah, no, it's a bigger problem. Specifically, the green Yoshi. Yeah, so yeah, it's because it, I mean, when, you know, if you think about this, if it is 10, 10, 12 years, there's going to be fringe where there are going to be games based around the fringes. People are going, oh, yeah, yeah there's going to oh, be TV oh. series about. There's gonna be. Yeah. So, and Mario's gonna be on them. Nintendo would be insane not to not to have Mario on the French paths. The the big three: Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo would get on that like. Like ticks on a hound dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's the polite one. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We so we have a time have a time portal. You pop through. It's Mar you know, Mario. I mean, it's like you can just set your watch, Mario and Bowser. You know, what what time? Is, what what year is it? What time? What time of year is it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's Mario here. Yeah, Mario's doing something with Bowser, and Princess Peach is ha unfortunately stuck in Bar Bowser's castle, and Mario's been drive driven away, and you guys show up, and he uh, goes, "Oh hey, come on, you know, we can go back here and rest." You know, and yeah, um. Looking at the Yoshis here, I hate you, Trev. Hate you. You're the one that mentioned it first. This is your fault. Actually, yeah, because I wrote stuff. this. Yeah, I created this stuff. Okay, yeah. No, you didn't make this, but you're the one that mentioned the Yoshi language first. Okay. Yoshi. Yeah, pretty much. It's pretty much what it consists of. Yoshi. Yoshi. Yep. Thirty's inflections of Yoshi. I am Groot. It, it's 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 pretty much you know there there that's a that's a lovely TV trope where you know the entire entire language consists of one word or two words, and you know or you know nonverbal like yeah I agree I agree Chewie yeah there are many different uh, many different colors of Yoshi's and some of them have different abilities and we always. Usually we always say when you come through, the gifted language you get is always based on the majority population. Yes. What's the majority population around Bowser's King Castle? Koopas. So you'd be speaking Koopa. Oh no! All right, you're 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 now officially piquing my interest here. You need to. Koopas are the are these uh, the turtles? Most yeah. of them, most of them are. Are villains? They well, they became villains because they get recru recruited by Bowser because Bowser's one of their people. Species. Here we go. And the Koopa Troopa, 
and the Koopa Troopa is more than just Koopas. It includes uh, it also includes Goombas. The, the Koopa Troop, also known as Turtle Troop or Koopa Clan in Bowser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's led by King Bowser Koopa. And yeah, the language you learn is Koopa. Now, are they not, not similarly uh, another you know, monosyllable, you know, one word language? Koopa. <laughs> no. No, I, no, no, they're not. Because I've seen them. I've seen him interact with with the friendly Koopa, uh, Koopa Village. It's a friendly Koopa Village. I'm, uh, I'm, and they talk. They they do talk, but yeah. So yeah. So but yeah. But if if Koopa has a separate language, you're speaking Koopa. Right. I would assume they don't really have a separate language because of how often they interact. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a case where. It's, if you want to make it that way, you have two choices. You're either it's either you it's English or it's Japanese. This just depends on your GM whether you want to go with the original language Japanese or go with um, uh, the, the 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 American release, which is English. Mm-hmm. And of course, then there's Mario. Oh, hello. Mario always says it's a me. He has the fractured English. Well, I mean, it would still be English. That's just a matter of accent. Well, no, if it's that accent, that would mean his first language would be Italian. Yeah. He's speaking, well, it's badly accented Italian English, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be continued. This podcast is protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and make all attributions to the TriTech Games Podcast. The views, information, concepts, or opinions expressed during the TriTech Games Podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of TriTech Talents LLC or make claims to its intellectual properties as well as any other properties mentioned in this podcast.